This is Allie, your wedding photographer. And this is Maddie, your bridal hairstylist. This is a wedding planning podcast brought to you every Wednesday. We've come up with everything you need to know about planning your wedding so that everything is in one place. Including all the inside tips and tricks we've learned over the years. Welcome, Welcome to, to Win in White. White. Welcome to part two of respect. Now, respect goes both ways. We talked a lot about how clients can be respectful to their wedding vendors in last week's episode, but in this week's episode, we are talking about how vendors can be respectful to their clients and to other vendors. Okay, so let's flip the script a little bit here because... I have one more thing I just want to mention really quick. Just a quick, like, little respect thing for hairstylists and makeup artists, too. Um, Just because I notice this a lot day of. If you see something with your hair or your face that you want changed, please do not leave the room, go into a different hotel room, go into a different like place and change it yourself like please come just tell us that you want something changed um don't try and recurl anything don't try and use random products like we use these things for a reason and I know like makeup artists use things for a reason and like certain things will photograph better I know come and just have a conversation with us and we will change it like I'm always game to just fix whatever needs to be fixed that's a really good point I have, like, two side stories that sort of go with that. <laughs> okay. So one is, like, an elopement that I did. She hated her lip color and the um, fake eyelashes. Okay. And so she, like, the makeup artist left, and she legitimately wiped off her lipstick Aww. and tore off the eyelashes, and she looked so pretty beforehand. And I get it. Like, you feel like, holy shit, this is a lot of makeup. Yeah. I don't wear this much. Or, like, my hair is so different yeah. than it normally is. You know? And so you, like, just want to take it off but like no one's feelings are going to get hurt if you just say hey hey i want to change it yeah let's change it like honestly for me i think it makes me a better hairstylist knowing that like hey i need this change this is gonna like make me feel better this is gonna frame my frame my face a little better and then i can see it and be like oh i see exactly what you mean let me change it it makes me better and i kind of like can see that next time for my next client so also like second side story with that i literally took a shower with a full face of makeup for a shoot like a couple weeks ago, and that shit, did, it was really hard to get off. <laughs> so if you're like trying to scrub at your lips to like get the lipstick off, mm-hmm. and it's like smearing on like your face, and then you have like red on yeah. your face, you know? Yeah. So kind of flipping the script here, you know, it, it's, I feel like it's also super important and kind of on your vendor to set up like a trial shoot or not. Sorry, I said shoot automatically. Like a trial like day of hair and makeup. Yeah, I actually hate it when like my bride's from out of town. If I'm not able to get your trial done in time or not in time, but just like if you're not coming into town until like the night before your wedding, I hate not being able to like see your hair, feel your hair, the texture, everything. It drives me nuts. And yeah, it's like on me to make sure that like our trial runs really smoothly. We figure it out. So your wedding is like seamless. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like, the trial, just for people who are like, what the fuck is a trial, you know, is just essentially where you get to be like, well, this is what I was thinking, and Mm -hmm. then, like, your hair and makeup artist can do what they're gonna do the day of your wedding on you, and then you can be like, "Mm, I don't love this as much as I thought. 
Like when I did my trial makeup, I decided that for my eyeshadow, I wanted more like of a more of like a pink tone. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have known that if I didn't do my trial. That and it's like your cater is like you go taste the food, you go tour the venue, you go meet your photographer. Like it's that's our time to meet and like have that experience together. That, but it's also like way circling back to like your opinion's the one that matters on exactly. this. Like the yes. amount of yep. like. I've ended up on makeup artist TikTok, and <laughs> the ones where, like, mom is coming in saying, no, her hair doesn't look good, or I want you to change the lip color, or I want this. First of all, mom's not getting married. You are. Second of all, like, it's also on your vendor to stand up for you and say, no, we did this in their trial, and she really loves it, mm-hmm. and she feels, feels beautiful, so we're not changing anything. Yeah. Because I think to like talking about how family members like disrespect vendors it's also like on the vendor to like have the respect and and realize that mom some like I hold my mom like dear to my heart I love that woman but like (laughs) she like having the respect enough for like my vendor to like let mama t know if mama t is crossing a line you know (laughs) like that's also something where I feel like you need to pick vendors that also like respect you and will go to bat for you on your wedding day and regardless of whatever that is if that is your hair and makeup if that is your photographer if that is your dj taking away a mic from a very drunk person who should not be giving a speech you know like (laughs) your vendors need to go to bat for you and that's just one way that they can respect you in yeah, the long run, too. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, like, uh, what instantly comes to mind for me is, like, when I first started shooting weddings and people would pull their phones out for unplugged ceremonies and start using their phones and, like, holding them out in the middle of the aisle. And I was like, I feel like I can't go tell them to stop, you know? But now I absolutely do. If I need a mm-hmm. shot and you're in the way, I will ask you to move. Like, that's... I feel like that is on me to make sure I get the shot of you guys, your guys' like first kiss. Yeah, I've definitely told guests being like, hey, just so you know, it's an unplugged ceremony. They really want you to be present in their ceremony with them and celebrate this moment. Yeah. I promise I'm capturing everything that you need to get captured. So, like, they will have a gallery of all the photos of this moment. I promise um, if we can just please respect bride and groom and the fact that they want all phones put away. Yeah. I feel like I've even seen you do that. Yeah. I also, if, like, there's no, like, for some reason, like, the way the timeline's working out and, like, they're just having music, they don't have, like, a DJ MC for their ceremony and their officiant Mm -hmm. is going to be getting up there before, or, like, it doesn't, I've had officiants make the announcement to keep your phones away after everybody's walked down the aisle, so I'll usually go up and stand up at the front before the ceremony even starts and just say, like, hey, they've requested this as, like, an unplugged ceremony. I'm double fisting cameras right now. I promise I have this shit covered. <laughs> yeah. Like, please keep your phones away and just celebrate X, Y, and Z. And yeah. like, you know. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, more, I'm a mama dog. I'm like a mama bear. Oh, you were 100%. I fiercely protect my clients. A hundred percent. So let's dive into the respecting like our clients now because we want to flip the, squ- the switch a little bit. Yeah. 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 Because it's definitely on vendors, too, to respect you. Yeah. And, like, where I find sometimes, like, vendors are not disrespectful, but, like, when they aren't taking into account your time as well. Like, 
you also have a nine to five job. You're also planning a wedding, which is no easy feat. Yeah. It is a, a lot of work. So when they're not getting back to you in time, if they're taking weeks on end or even days to respond to you, especially in those like beginning stages of wedding planning, like when yeah. they're not respecting you on that end, if you can't even get an email back, that's a red flag to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, a lot of it really comes back to communication on both ends. But yeah, absolutely. I was going to say like a photographer or planner or, you know, whoever just taking forever to respond to you is such a huge like time suck, I feel like for you. Because then you're like sitting there, did I tell the photographer that we're changing this? Did I, you know, like trying like worrying about making sure you have all your ducks in a row mm-hmm. and your vendors like just not responding, you know? That's just yeah. not cool. Or when your vendors don't listen to you. So like if they say like I really hate like red lipstick and pin curls. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's all their yep. your vendor does. Yeah. Like they're not listening to you. Like yeah. if I hear like a client's like uncomfortable in a specific pose or with a prompt, like if I just keep doing it anyway, even though it, they're uncomfortable, like that's also not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like just as vendors just being aware of, you know, like, what, like, the whole scope of the day. Yeah. You know? I mean, and that goes from even, even, like, you, do, Maddie, doing, like, hair and everything, mm-hmm. just, like, knowing, okay, my client is super, like, she wants her, her wedding to be, like, a dance party. Yeah. You know? I want to make <laughs> sure that, like, her hair is, like, super, like, going to really hold for that. Yeah. You know? And so I think that that... Uh, I'm just, like, a big, obviously, like, communication. No, communication. That's, that's what it comes down to, yeah. Um, time frames, like, sticking with time oh, yeah. frames. So, mm. one thing that I actually started doing, and I don't know if this is good or bad. Maybe you guys can tell me what you think. So, I give my brides a 15-minute window of, like, when I will be arriving, and I try my best to arrive there, like, time, like, the beginning time, and then if traffic, like something happens or I hit like all the red lights like I'm still there within that window and so I feel like really just freaking acknowledging like timelines are so structured and strict on wedding days and it's like give yourself that time like I give myself extra time for the bride like all the ladies their hair everything time to clean up it takes me five minutes to clean up I give myself 15 minutes to clean up you know so it's like time frames and not stressing them out with your time Ooh, I love not stressing them out with your time. That That's was- so good. Mm-hmm. Here, here. I also think, too, respect between other vendors. Yes. 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 Wait, wait, this is like yes. a book. Yes. This is no, as, as far as timelines, respecting that photography has to happen at a specific time like Mm -hmm. and this is not like hair and makeup always takes 20 to 30 minutes longer than you think it does I build that into we gotta work a wedding together miss I know we haven't and (laughs) but like I promise I'll be on time I always buff build in buffer time because something happens something runs over for some reason there's a miscommunication from the bride and they put their matron of honor in versus their just random bridesmaids so now somebody's not getting done in the order for you Mm -hmm. so that's disrespecting your time and so that throws everything off for the day so like respect between vendors knowing like especially like when things need to happen and like 
I don't know. Or, like, I had a DJ one time. I had built this whole beautiful timeline, and, like, especially with those end-of-the-night events, your, like, first dances, your anniversary dances, if you're doing a bouquet and garter toss, you're cutting the cake, you're doing a sparkler exit, whatever. I had a DJ one time, even though I had sent him the timeline that was approved by bride and groom and everything, they just did their own at the end of the day as far as the evening portion so they did all their events within the first hour what? so then there was just nothing for the rest of the night besides people yeah. to get hammered which <laughs> I, it is what it is but also having that respect between other vendors especially with the person who's like making the timeline of the day mm-hmm. and sticking to that and if the dj had a problem with my timeline communicating that there was yeah. a problem and that they wanted to do something different mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, his coverage was, like, an hour shorter than what yeah. mine was. So that's why things had to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. No, so one thing I want to touch on, so I, in my little, like, questionnaire to, like, book with me, I ask, um, or I think this is the second one, but um, it's asking who the other vendors are so I can have conversations with them, like, just on the back burner. So I actually, <laughs> I had a bride and her wedding planner, I didn't even know she had a wedding planner, which I feel like is kind of weird. Like, I feel like if you have a wedding planner, like, that wedding planner better, like, know everyone. Yeah. So, I had this bride, and her wedding planner um, reaches out to me two or three days before the wedding. And I was like, what? Like, huh? She's like, hey, um, can you send me over the timeline? And I was like, how, wait, what? Whoa, what? So, like, oh my god, I forgot where I was going with this, but basically, like, there are ways to, like, talk to uh, the vendors behind the scene. Like, maybe brides don't want to deal with that. Like, if me and makeup artists want to talk, like, how are we going to make this work best for the bride and not stress her out by, like, hey, I need this and, like, oh, I need to change, like, you know, let me put set her curls and then you do makeup and then let me take her curls out, set it, and then you finish up. Like, the bride doesn't need to know that. So, like, having the conversation with the vendors, I don't want to say behind their back, but, yeah, behind their back to, like, get it figured out, and then come to the bride with, like, here's our plan. Does this work? Yeah, I I think it's just, like, a, like, telling the bride, I'm going to choreograph with videography, and we're going to make sure your day runs smoothly. Yes, exactly. You know, or, like... Yeah, like, having a conversation, of course, about it, not just, like, randomly, but, like, yeah, just having that conversation. (laughs) But also that planner should... That's her job. It was, like, really... It was a situation. (laughs) Wait, you're the planner, but you don't have the timeline? She... It was, like, the photographer... So, the photographer, I think, had given, like, how they had talked about the timeline. So, then when we were creating our timeline, because, like, we said the hair timeline, like, obviously I'll set it whenever they want it, but typically it's two weeks before the wedding. Because, like, typically all they give me is, hey, the photographer said we need to be ready at this time. And that's, like, the time that I'm leaving. That's not even time makeup's done, or hair's done. That's when I'm leaving. And... Oh my god, I'm lo- I'm losing my freaking train of thought. <laughs> wow, you just haven't slept well I'm lately. I'm so tired. So, it's, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead, Hallie. Take it away. Take it go away. Ahead, I lost Danny. my. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I go on these like ramps about just like. Oh, I'm so, so like, passionate. I'm so passionate <laughs> about this like opinion and stuff. You know. Oh, I just yeah. bullshit it when I lose my train of thought. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like, kind of circling back to just vendors respecting vendors, like. I don't know, like, making sure, like, yes, that you've communicated this timeline and everybody's on the same page, but also, like, being, like, if you have to go to Maddie and be, like, hey, I need to get Bride out of here ASAP. Yes. What do I need to do to make that happen now? 
like, or is there anything I can do or that we can send somebody else to go take care of? And then, like, also, like, making sure, like, that your other vendor, like, I always make sure, like, the DJ's taking care of, did the DJ get food? Because he doesn't always walk away when we do. Like, making sure that they've sat down to eat and that they're online, like, with my timeline and how we groove and just, like, especially, too, I think on photographers, I love working with videographers. I think that it makes the day better if we're a cohesive team. So, like, respecting them and the fact that they need a lot of movement in order to make their shots happen. Yeah. So, and making space for them to jump in and get those shots if you haven't been able to provide that. Like, I always, is like, small, like, I just make time for them to do what they need to do instead of it being, like, Danny photo show, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, we kind of talked about this last episode with yeah. just, like, our, um, you know, videographer, photographer comparisons and stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that another really important thing, like, vendor to vendor that's, like, important to understand and, like, realize when working with them is just that every vendor probably has a different style. And that's yeah. probably why they were hired. And so maybe they aren't the best at, like, communicating. I know that I'm an over-communicator. And I'm like... Danny, listen to me talk for five minutes. <laughs> I communicate a lot, <laughs> but someone else might not. And that's like, okay, as long as you're kind of like just sitting like a, hey, I'm the photographer or I'm the hairstylist. This is what I was thinking. Yeah. What do you think? You know, yeah. type a little bloop and then hopefully they communicate back. Hopefully you can figure it out day of. But brides, grooms, couples, don't worry your vendors will figure it out day of. Oh, yeah. Even if, like, hopefully we have all talked behind the scenes, chatted with each other, figured out best approaches. But if we haven't, we also work with each other, like, all the time. So we're used to, like, last minute, hey, I'm doing this. Hey, I need this shot. Hey, we need to get going, you know? And so that's something that, you know, like, you can rest assured that your vendors are going to be there for you. And, like, pick up on what you are looking for. As long as we're all communicating. Yeah. And also, too, I mean, this is is a full other tangent, but, like, when you do go to pick your vendors that do, like, reading the reviews and making sure that people are reporting those similar client experiences so that you know that you're going to be in good hands when and if shit hits the fan, you know? Like, I think that that's so important, too, is, like, just making sure that as much as we vet you as a client, and I'm not going to lie, we do, and make sure it's a good fit, you also need to take accountability because at the end of the day, you're the one who picked and hired those vendors. Mm-hmm. So making mm-hmm. sure that you've vetted them on your end so that you know that you'll be respected and taken care of throughout your day. Cheers to that. That was a that was yeah. freaking props. Yeah. <laughs> I <Boom>. love it. <laughs> Mic drop. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, well, thank you guys. I love this episode. I love that we touched on this. I know. I think this was such an por- important topic to bring up, mm-hmm. especially like because we're at a time where our couples are hopefully starting to really dive into picking their vendors. Yeah. And so I think this was like a really good episode to bring in. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks. Okay. Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes. You can find me on Instagram mostly. It's at Danny Rawson photo. Um, if you're wanting to vibe with the photo booth that's coming soon, that's at the wander booth photo co on cute. Instagram. <laughs> And then websites are the same. All that's linked in the bio. And 
I technically am on Facebook under that, but you won't catch me there besides, like, Same. what I can send from Instagram to Facebook. Same. So, Same. not a good place to get in touch. Um, if you do want to get in touch, like, actually talk to me, shoot me an email, or fill out my contact form on my website. Also, you can just Google Danny Ross in Reno, and she comes up. Perfect. Love I have me. never stalked you ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I honestly type in Danny Ross photography on Google all the time just to see where I'm ranking, but then I'm like, it's picking up my IP address. I'm SOL. <laughs> Not myself, anyway. <laughs> well, you come up number one for me, babe. Thanks. I know. Now I want to go Google, Google you. <laughs> I know. I need to Google you guys. <laughs> Figure out where you rank. I actually oh, Googled myself fun. the other day, and I... It was just, yeah, special. <laughs> Don't forget to check out the podcast on Insta at Win and White Podcast, myself at Allie Rose Co., and Maddie at Madison Kate with a C. Guys, if you could like, comment, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. Our goal is to reach as many wonderful, amazing couples like you also working on planning their wedding, and we can only do that with your guys' help. We thank you. We love you. Bye for now. Bye.